Hi there, this is Amy Oztan from amyeverafter.com and you're listening to Parenting Bites. And this week we're going to play one of our favorite episodes. It's from just a couple of years ago when we had our friend Sherry Brooks and her sister Stacy on the show to talk about a fundraiser that they do every October called Bake It Happen. And this cause is very close to their hearts because they lost their mother to breast cancer. So now they raise money for breast cancer research every October. So the campaign is going on right now. And there are some updates for this year. Their uh, campaign foundation partner is the Cancer Couch Foundation. And the Cancer Couch Foundation is focused on raising as much money as possible for metastatic breast cancer research. Because currently there is no cure for this kind of breast cancer. It's 100% fatal. So all of the money raised this year from Bake It Happen will go to, uh, to helping to find a cure for this particular kind of breast cancer. And... Also, 100% of the money raised from Bake It Happen will get doubled. So that's just amazing. Um, That will all be used to help fund this research at the Dana-Farber Cancer Center and Memorial Sloan Kettering. So that's uh, that's really fantastic. Um, They've also added a donate button this year because generally they don't ask people to donate money. They have anonymous donors who do that. They just ask you to bake and upload the pictures and share the pictures. And then every time the pictures are shared, $5 is donated. But there are some people who don't want to bake. (laughs) There are some people who are like, I don't want to bake. I don't want to upload a picture. Can I just give you money? So now there's a donate button for the people who just want to give money. So that's that's great for those people. And um, there are a couple of new campaign partners this year. There's Taste Buds Kitchen, which has nine kitchens in the U.S. And they're going to be offering some specially themed Bake It Happen classes for children two to eight years old. And uh, those will be cookie pie workshops. And a portion of the proceeds from those classes will go to Bake It Happen. So you can check out tastebudskitchen.com for class information for October. And then also their other new campaign partner is Carousel Cakes, which uh, they make hundreds of cakes and distribute them to a lot of well-known restaurants in the tri-state area. So that's a lot of cakes. And during the month of October... 10% from the sales of their pink velvet cupcakes will be donated to Bake It Happen. The rest of the details for Bake It Happen will be explained in this episode. So I hope you enjoy. Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy, co-founder of KidsViews.com. I'm here in the studio today with Amy Oztan of Amy Ever After or AmyOztan.com. Hi. (laughs) And Andrea Smith, technology guru extraordinaire. We have a really good show this week. We are jumping right in to our first topic. We have two guests in the studio with us today. I feel like I should have full disclosure that I've been friends with one of our guests for... um, Really, really long. You're allowed to be friends with a guest. Twelve years. Wow. I know. I would support this even if we weren't friends. No. (laughs) She's wrong. She's she's trumping you. Trumping you. (laughs) So I have Shari and Stacy, who have no last names, miraculously enough today. Um, But we are going to be talking about Bake It Happen. We haven't covered Breast Cancer Awareness Month yet. Then that is this month, October. We're almost almost at the end. So we thought we would 
do our part for Breast Cancer Awareness Month with our favorite breast cancer fundraising campaign, which also happens to have been started by two sisters who I've known and loved for many, many years now. Um, And Amy brought in baked goods, (laughs) which is the essence of the campaign. So I'm going to turn over. Hi, Shari. Hi. Hi, Stacey. Happy to be here. Hello. (laughs) I'm so happy you guys are in the studio and not just on the phone. I know. It feels better. And we'll have an awesome picture on our website of you guys in your Bake It Happen shirts. I love the shirts. Those are great. I love the shirts. And also, can I just say, I love, I mean, Amy not only brought in these these baked goods in a nice box, but she's got labels that say Bake It Happen. That I'm I very stole impressed. from the website. Well, that you can you print go. from the website. I know. I baked. I should say my daughter's baked. I should not take credit. And um, we didn't label. We were bad labelers. Oh. We hashtag no pressure as long as you bake. <laughs> that's, so that's let's let's saying. talk about it because um, there is a lot of pink washing in the world in the month of October, um, and there's a lot of running and a lot of walking and a lot of stuff going on. But what you guys do is totally different from anyone else, um, and I think the origin story of what you guys do is also very different. Sounds like a superhero. They are. <laughs> you get your pink cape with right. Well, it was, you know, the essence of the campaign came from our mother, who we, you know, we thought was our superhero. Um, unfortunately, she passed away from breast cancer now, eight years ago. Um, and she was an amazing cook. And she often brought people together over our dinner table. We called it the communal table. And um, that's how we grew up with baking and food in our family. And um, we wanted to start a campaign that was completely unique, uh, like we were talking before, that doesn't require you to be a good athlete. You don't have to train. You don't have to climb a mountain. You don't have to run a race. You actually don't even have to solicit people for any money at all. All we're asking people to do is bake and share, which was quite often what my mother did throughout our childhood. Our mother. Our mother, (laughs) right. Um, When you say share, share the goods, share it socially, Tell us how I that works. I think for us, it's, it's to share every aspect of this. So it's to share that um, what, what else you can do to raise funds for breast cancer research. I think it's to share uh, with your family members, your children, uh, people at school, your church, your synagogue, but to share in the love of baking. And because this is a campaign where you don't actually have to go and raise funds by signing up for that race you were talking about or walking, um, but literally by sharing, we have uh, some donors that donate $5 for every share that goes up on social media. Yeah, so we're also amazing. raising money at the same time. So people are so used to getting bombarded. I mean, there's so many causes out there, yeah. right? Um, but this is really just spending time together, baking, and then distributing it to people in your life. And so. and it's kind of like a pay it forward. Every time you post a picture, someone else sees that picture and they're like, wait a second, this is such an easy way to raise money for breast cancer. I don't have to do anything but bake and share. Um, and so that's what we found. This is our fourth year now. And um, the momentum has really been building. I mean, this year we've kind of pierced a new bubble. It's not just friends and family who are participating, which is amazing. So thank you, Amy and Rebecca. <laughs> You're and welcome. Soon to be. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's like complete strangers all across the country who are posting pictures with our mom's baked goods in their hands, sharing it with people in their lives. And so they use a hashtag. They use a hashtag, Bake It Happen. Um, and they could post it to their Facebook profiles with hashtag Bake It Happen. They can post it to our page, which is You Bake It Happen, Instagram, 
or if they're not tech savvy and aren't online and they don't have any social media presence, that's okay. Because we have a lot of older, actually I'm not trying to discriminate, but a lot of older women who like to bake, like between like 60 and 80 years old, have written in how, I'm not on Facebook, I don't know what that mm -hmm. is. Right. So we have, a, we have an email address, mm -hmm. youbakeithappen at gmail.com. So we've been getting pictures in that way. That's um, great. We've seen um, fire stations, like oh, 18 firemen awesome. last year. Um, we've seen teachers, <laughs> softball teams, softball teams <laughs> getting behind it. And it's really kind of like that pay it forward concept. Um, the more people see, the more they want to take part in it. I mean, it really doesn't require... Well, for me, of. if it doesn't require running, buying wrapping paper, <laughs> or giving you money at my front door, I'm all in. Well, that's the thing. It's uh, This is the fourth year that I'll be writing a post um, for it, and it's the easiest thing in the world to promote because I get to bake, which I love to do, and then I get to eat it. I don't even have to like share it with actual people if I don't want to. But if Amy bakes, then we get to eat it. <laughs> right. There's, uh, everyone's and, benefiting. And and then like somebody else donates the money. It's 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 fabulous. You've come up with such a great idea. Thank well, you. let's talk about your mom's recipes for a second. So you started with the banana bread. That was really like the original. Well, the original name was the also OG Bananas recipe. for Boobies. Right. Yes. <laughs> and we were we were talking about it. And while we loved the name the first year, we're like, if this is going to have any life, we have to kind of remove the boobies and um, give it more opportunities so we can integrate some new recipes of hers. So it's not Amy baking the banana bread every year. Um, although that boobies. is our, our uh, <laughs> could be bananas favorite. for Bubby. <laughs> bananas for Bubby. <laughs> well, and the other thing that happened was with social media, every time we would use boobies, we right. um, it was flagged <laughs> being pornographic. We were getting banned. People were knocking on my door. Facebook oh. police. Oh, that's terrible. Um, and we also wanted, you know, our goal is to obviously, we're talking to some potential partners for next year, have it live off of social media and actually get us in store with retailers right. or a, a big brand behind us to help us promote right. um, Right, Kroger's platforms. down with the pink, but not with the boobies. <laughs> Basically, it's like it's dough for dough. That's nice. good. That's our so so that first year it was the banana bread. I remember that. The second year, um, you added more, and I think the second year I made what were the recipes? I think I made black the bottom cupcakes. cupcakes. Yes. And then last year were like these these chocolate cookies, earthquake cookies, earthquake cookies otherwise known like, as crinkle cookies. Yeah, like <laughs> like they were these dark chocolate delicious cookies that you roll in sugar, and then as they bake, it kind of crackles and pops open. They were gorgeous, and then. This year, I made the newest edition recipe, because all the other ones are still up there, um, but then I made the newest one, which was pumpkin chocolate chip, cup, or not cupcakes, muffins, which taste like cupcakes, and I just, I went crazy. I'm not even going to tell you. I made a double batch, not going to tell you how many I've eaten so far. <laughs> um, they're my favorite. They're so, <laughs> and they were so easy. It's such an, it's a one bowl recipe, yeah. which is key. It was so easy. One of the things that I wanted to mention uh, is that when, when Sherry bakes and then I bake, I often try to see what can I do that's a little different to the recipe. And she loves to do the muffins and the cupcakes and things like that because it's easier to share. And I like to do the loaves or the <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. what you just pour into one pan and then you can cut it. So I will try and add some brown sugar. I'll add some dark chocolate shavings to the pumpkin. I will um, try to use some butter and maybe not the oil. And I just fool around with it too because I make it a lot now. I fool around. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm better than my sister. <laughs> also, it's 
She's older. Uh, it's important to note that we always have a pumpkin recipe because let's be honest, October is all about it's the, the harvest and pumpkin is yeah. very seasonal, but also because our campaign partner and the benefiting charity is the Pink Pumpkin Patch. Right. Um, so while uh. we're getting people to bake all across the country and upload their pictures, um, concurrently there are farmers from coast to coast who have um, agreed to donate a portion of the proceeds from their pink pumpkin sales. And this is not a GMO, this is a real seed that um, <laughs> grows like a very light pink yeah. pumpkin. They've dedicated a portion of their proceeds to the pink pumpkin mm. patch. So our money plus the farmer's money comes together and then we're able to grant one person in the field of breast cancer research um, money for um, their research trial. And last year, we together raised $20,000. That's amazing. Wow. great. And the other uh, point I wanted to make about working with the Pink Pumpkin Patch Foundation is that they um, s give the researchers the opportunity to fill out the grant forms so that they could receive the funds. And we don't um, give any of the proceeds to what we're doing to marketing, to travel. Of the proceeds. It all goes, goes to, to breast research. cancer research and for decade my sister and I used to do all of the races we've done oh, the three day we used to raise $50,000 on our own oh my god but that was by soliciting mm -hmm. and this was a great opportunity for us to make sure that all the funds went to research because you're never really sure right yeah There's where been a lot all of the money's going after they've taken off shaved off for marketing and you yeah. know, administrative yeah. costs. salaries yeah. Everything. So so let me, I mean, for people who, who think, wow, this is such a great idea, I would love to try to do something like this or start my own, how did you find your corporate sponsor? I mean, how difficult was that or how did you go about doing that? Um, it's it's a personal connection that we have. Okay. Um, someone else who was affected by breast cancer. Um, but we're hoping to, you know, three years in that we have real trajectory and good metrics to be able to go out and pitch it to other. I mean, this is a perfect opportunity for brands to get on board. I mean, okay. everyone's going into their local supermarket to get whatever ingredients. Um, right. So it, it was really, it wasn't hard for us because we had a, a, a person very close to us mm -hmm. who also had someone in their life uh, pass. But you did start this from scratch. Scratch. We're like the little engine that could. Yeah. And I think that's what's really impressive about it, because I think there are a lot of people who are touched by breast cancer or any cancer or any disease. And a lot of times the easiest thing to do, right, is to do a walk or do a race, um, which not, it's never easy. I mean, organizing anything, getting things in it. But um, you see a lot of those, like, small fundraisers or stand. What you guys did, which I think is so impressive, is really – set something out that you knew could be bigger that could go beyond your like local walk or your local race or having a gala where you're raising money whatever it is this is something anybody can do in their home yes but their kids can do right. that's what i love about it because i think there's a lot of ways kids are shut out of giving Yeah, there's back. no barrier to entry there's no yeah. age barrier and the opportunity for um you know like we did kind of convening in the kitchen and baking together and it's an opportunity to talk about well what are you doing yeah. Well, we're we're raising money for mm -hmm. breast cancer. We're baking, mm -hmm. and then we're going to share it. Um, we've we've had people write in, and they've found that to be very meaningful. Um, and you're honoring your mom, honoring our mom's legacy. Yeah. yeah. And then also really awesome. getting back to the kids. Uh, one of the things that was has been very fun for the last four years for for us is we always have this horrible science experiment that we have to do the science project every year oh. and what i've been able to explain to my daughter who's helped is the chemical reactions that take place when you bake uh -huh. the importance of following the order the list of ingredients when it says fold you fold right. when it says use a fork 
to stir, use a fork, you don't use the mix master, and what you can create from scratch mm -hmm. with your children. So she's working yeah. on math, measuring, science, the chemical reactions, temperature, et cetera. So it becomes a little bit of a fun educational lesson as right. well. And well, then letting them share on social media, right? I mean, especially if you have restrictions around that or if a kid is too young for those things, that's exciting yeah. to them to be able to share those pictures. And a hashtag. <laughs> right. Make it happen. What were you going to say, Amy? I was just going to comment on the amazing chemical reaction in the banana bread recipe. <laughs> With the sour, sour yeah. cream? You add Crazy. the sour cream and the, and the baking soda, I guess. And, yeah, and like the it, powder. It, and the powder, and it foams. And yeah, it's like a little, you could almost do one of those little volcanoes with that one. <laughs> it's a little Bill Nye surprise yeah. when, you're, <laughs> when you're baking. Yeah. Um, so how many pictures have you guys gotten this year so far? What's going on? Um, we have gotten probably like, I want to say 300 pictures so far, which if you think about it, a lot of people, That's and good. yourself included, Rebecca, have baked, eaten, and forgotten to take the pictures. <laughs> I, I took uh, the pictures. But you know what I'm saying? So there are yeah. people, um, right. and, and then I just they might the bake, label. and then send in the picture, you know, they'll remember right. to send in. Right. So it, what we're asking people to do in our minds isn't, you know, again, they're not running race, they're just baking. Um, but they also have to remember to upload the picture because that's how we can kind of quantify right. who's sure. participated. And how long do they have to do it? So they have the entire month of October and through the 31st. Halloween's coming up. Um, it's a perfect opportunity to bake and share for all the Halloween parties or even to give yeah. them out in place of, of candy. Um, and that's a lot easier for people, too. It's not one day and you miss it and then mm -hmm. you can't do it again. So right. you still, still have until October 31st. Right. And I think if you have any school Halloween parties and stuff, too, especially, like, bake up those muffins, bake up the cupcakes. You know, it's so easy. Yeah. They're so shareable. And they're pumpkin. Right. Bring them in on Monday. Ones. Little bake it happen parties. Yeah. We had Meyer Breast Cancer Center send in. We don't know any of these people. Like 20 people had a bake it happen party and baked all the baked goods and <laughs> put little uh, pink ribbons everywhere. And it's good. I think. Am I the last? Am I the last post to go up on? You're Friday? the last post. Okay, so my post will go, will go up on Friday, and I'll list all of the other people who've posted, so you can check out their great posts. And am I the last because you always have to email me ten times before I answer? <laughs> no, I just save the best for last. Okay, I'll take it. I'm li I'm terrible. I'm in. And it's the most important because people tend to bake over the weekends. Like yeah. you can't wrap your head on a Monday about yeah. baking but you can on a Friday yep. when you're trying to figure out your right. plans you for get the your grocery list going yeah. and, and that's the other thing the I mean we're not all cold. the staple ingredients the only thing maybe you might not have in a stocked fridge or pantry is sour cream quite honestly oh I always have sour cream well, I, Amy I does but I, she's not the normal person I had to that get the pumpkin, so funny. I had pumpkin yeah. but that was okay because I knew pumpkin. I was going to buy it for Thanksgiving so I just bought all my pumpkin for Thanksgiving right. too but there's no esoteric ingredient no. where you're, you're, you're going right. from store to store it's your basic flour sugar yeah. very very easy right so yep. we're trying to make it as easy as possible. It's easy. It's super easy, and it's all for a good cause. And I think it's great. So much better than running. How, how I many, could how totally many miles was that damn three day walk you guys? Oh, I mean, walk sixty six, miles. Yeah, that, three totally miles. Well, and the other Just thing is, things. you know, <laughs> to see. I mean, there's so many people I know who are posting on Facebook and sending messages. I'm doing this walk. I'm doing this walk. Can you support me? And you know, there's that Facebook guilt of no, 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 because you know, how do you choose again? I, you know, then I'll say, oh, I'll research it and find out where the money goes right. who has time I just you know it moves on my feed goes on so this just seems to be such an easy way to do something without having to worry about where's my money going how can I support this in a meaningful way and honor somebody's legacy and also say I'm already supporting this cause yeah 
And it's delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and a lot good. of people, you know, not everyone likes to run in a race or solicit people. Right. And we had people write in that, that said, you know, I'm a survivor. And quite honestly, those races are too emotional for me. Hmm. So, you know, they're able to stay in their home and, yeah. you know, in the privacy of their own home and, and bake and feel like they're making a difference. Right. We have um, one woman from Baltimore, Maryland, who has baked every year, and she creates a, a little bit of a shrine, I'd say, for somebody that she lost. She has a couple pictures of her. I don't know if it's a relative or a friend. She bakes, she prints out the labels, and sends us a photograph and says it's in honor of Vicky. Mm-hmm. And I, those are the kinds of stories I that you read that. about yeah. that actually bring tears to your eyes and recognize that you did something meaningful for sure. this woman in memory of the person that she lost. and. Yeah, because cancer touches so many people. Yep. All right. Well, thank you, ladies. We will have links to bakeithappen.net where everyone can see all the recipes and what you guys are doing and where the money's going and all those details. And Amy will have her post up. And can I post a picture of Amy's muffins? Yeah. Yeah. That just doesn't sound right. It does not sound good. And I said yes. I said yes so fast. Immediately. Those muffins are well done. (laughs) I'm very excited. (laughs) On that note. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, Amy. Thank you. Thanks, Shari. Thanks, Stacey. We will have links to everything. And we will be right back. You guys are going to stay, right? We're going to talk Halloween. Yeah. We're gonna talk. We're gonna have a bite segment that is all Halloween. Ooh, Ooh it's a spooky parenting Ooh. bite segment. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. All right, we are back with our Halloween-themed bites of the week. Um, so usually we start with Amy because Amy likes to go first in case someone else claims her. <laughs> bite Although of the week. Amy had the foresight to do a Halloween bite last week. I too. know. All right, Amy, what do you have this week? Oh, so I'm going first again? Yeah, I'm okay. go first. Um, so I have two things. First one is um, an app. I'm not going to tell you what my Halloween costume is, but it does involve a lot of makeup. And um, it, good Halloween makeup isn't always easy to do. And I found this great app that um, gives you really in-depth, step-by-step directions for doing horror makeup. Um, it does black eyes, abrasions, lacerations, burns, what are bruises. You be? Yeah, well, no, 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 no. I'm not going to be those things. I'm not okay. using this app for myself, but I just thought that if you or your kid is doing something like a zombie or something like that, these are so. Look at it. You guys can see these. These are so realistic That's looking. So gross. It's crazy. Um, so I thought that was very cool because then you can just go through the steps in your phone. It's called Horror Makeup. It's for Android, so I'll post that. Yeah, do a test run. Before you do it on the night of Halloween. <laughs> and I, I can't. I'm too lazy. It's got to work the night of. And then the other one is um, a post by my friend Wendy Ahrens. You know, you guys yes. know her too. Um, she's so funny. She, she's, she's hilarious. And this post isn't new. I, I know I've read it previous Halloweens. Um, but she always promotes it around Halloween. It's an article on McSweeney's called My Halloween House of Horrors. And... You just, I'm not even going to preview it. You just have to read it. It's hilarious. It's her version of a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andrew. My version of a nightmare is as Amy's talking, my Halloween stuff that I emailed myself got deleted. So I'm sitting here going, <laughs> undo, undo, shaking my phone. <laughs> but I found it. And I was listening, I promise. So um, 
TechWithKids.com has a bunch of spooky story apps for kids, which, you know, I went back and looked at them and I went, oh, I read those with my kid when he was young. Harry and the Haunted House. I mean, all kinds of fun things. My beastly ABCs. So we'll have a link to that. And then the other thing is I found two articles, 25 spooky and cute tech accessories to celebrate your love of Halloween. That's on Pop Sugar, which, of course, has things like Halloween-themed phone cases with candy corn on them or ghosts (laughs) or goblins. No clowns, I hope. Um, But one was really cool. It was like they have these Halloween-themed... Bands that go over your activity, your fitness bracelet, so you cover up your tracker, and it's got little Halloween. Oh, but you still get your credit for all and the trick or treat. Exactly. All the trick or treat so you eat the doing. candy and you walk, but it looks really cool. And then the other thing I thought was really cool. So I was saying before we lived in Ridgewood for twenty years, and you know it's really hard in the suburbs. When I lived in the city, you just go up and down the elevator and ring everybody's bell. But in the suburbs, it it's hard because you know you have to turn on all your lights and kind of decorate to let people know you're home. Um, so the app next door, you know, the neighbor kind of app where you yeah, get. So they have an app that you can say, we're home, we're open for business, come trick or treat me. And so there's an article and we'll post a link, but you can basically put a little candy corn thing on your house or where oh, your house so is good. and say, yep, we're open. And too. I think as a parent, I would love to have this with me so that I'm gui- as I'm guiding my kids, I can kind of, you know, take them. This one's a yes. This one's a no. I was going to say that you can be like, I don't care if they have candy corn. We're not going in that <laughs> not house. Not going in that house. So that's a really cool thing, too. That's fun. They yeah. do that like in our building. You have I to wish put a we had on that your, on your door. Oh, is that know. right? We make a spreadsheet. And we post it. Of course, you probably do it. Sherry makes the spreadsheet. She's just not saying. Otherwise, you're knocking on. If you live in an apartment building, right? You're knocking on everyone's door, and they don't want anyone coming by. We have a list downstairs. My mom's apartment. They used to have a sign up. Like you could sign up if you wanted to be trick or treated. One of my frustrations with Halloween, and I live in Florida and Miami. Um, is that we like to trick-or-treat with our kids, so I'm never home. But oh, I have a, right. highly, a heavily decorated house, and I leave out candy. This year I bought 10 pounds of candy because oh, I think the first it. kids that come dump it into their bags. If you, and if you put a sign, please take two, that means take everything. Right. You know, it's hard. You need right? a little camera. So you need yeah. one of those ring video doorbells that <laughs> says, <laughs> look up and smile, we're watching you. Totally. Yes. yes. You should get one with the microphone where it's like, I see you. It's got two-way audio. So you could, every time someone comes up on your porch, it'll let you know, and then you can look and go, just take one candy. So that would scare, that's like so perfect for Halloween for so many That would be reasons. awesome. You could put like a big fake eyeball around it. <laughs> and it lowers. Or a hand pops them up. One of those creepy hands walking walks across the porch. I remember when we were trick or treating in in suburb of Baltimore. We used to get so upset when we got to the house that had the dentist who wanted to give pennies. Yep, or or a box of raisins. You would think the dentist wants the raisins are terrible for your teeth. I got a pitch the other day for a Halloween themed post that we should be giving out string cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like warm. Yeah, like by the time you get home, it's like this warm, limp, probably poisoned thing. Well, I told you, I had my college, one of my college freshman roommates, um, who looked like the ivory girl, but was actually Satan. Um, (laughs) She did, she made air popped popcorn and put it in baggies. And I was like, first of all, that's wrong for so many reasons. A, yeah. ew, air pop popcorn. Yeah. And two, no kids eating something out of a baggie. Yeah. Like the parents throw that stuff away <laughs> yeah, right on. She was so self-righteous. I was like, oh, just, wow. yeah, whatever. Waste of time. Yep. All right, Shara, what do you got? For Halloween? Yeah. 
What are you doing? You guys dress up. Every, I mean, you have a party you have to go she to. She makes a spreadsheet. I make no. a spreadsheet, which takes a long time. She has to dress up I have to every dress year up for a party. Every year. Um, and they're actually my husband's college friends, so it's his responsibility to find our costume. But I always oh. tell him that I, I want to be clothed. Because if I don't give him that <laughs> parameter, I will be like the, You'll the be Princess nasty Leia devil. The bikini. Also sexy well, now you get side. to be nasty woman this year. That's going to be a hot... Yeah, now we're just... I should dress up as a nasty woman. A nasty woman. You, and a bad it. ombre. We all should. <laughs> I think we're going to see a lot of those. Yes, yes, this year. probably. Do, what do you th- guys think about the age limit for trick-or-treating? How old? How old is too old? No, it's, you know what? You know, Matthew trick-or-treated. I mean, you know, as he got older, obviously, he went with friends alone. And in high school, you know, I think at a certain point, they got over it. I'm going to say by 10th grade, they were done. And they all just got together. My son's in 10th grade. He's 15. But he looks a lot older because he's tall. He's still trick-or-treating. He still is like a kid about it. And there's this, we need to link to that article I think we did last year, why you should always something, something, something for the six-foot trick-or-treaters. That's basically my son. (laughs) Um, Just be happy that that's what they're doing. Yeah, I I was going to say I love the fact that they're trick-or-treating. It's like holding on to the tooth fairy. I mean, you know, it's like they're trying to kind of preserve. As long as they're not the ones grabbing all the candy out of the bowl. (laughs) The only thing I've noticed is the little pumpkin plastic a container where they would collect became a pillowcase right. by yeah. the time they were 15. Right. That's right. Yep. A little Stacey, sack of goodness. Do you goodness. have any good Halloween? Is it like hot in Miami uh, for Halloween? It's, it's hot in Miami. And That's so weird. Most of the time, I think uh, the younger kids, they dress up very cute, but nonetheless, they're wearing makeup. It's it's smearing by the end oh, of the night. Your costume, you're disrobing as you go right. from house to house because it does become very hot. And I find that as the parents that walk around with the kids, my husband and I go to a, a party and all the adults are so excited to trick or treat with the kids. And he and I are saying, let's stay back, <laughs> have a glass of wine and let the kids go with someone I saw else. an article this week on which wines pair with which candies Ooh. for when you raid your kids. Oh, that's really <laughs> funny. Later. Um, I teased my son. Now he's living in Washington and 25. And I said, so you guys going trick or treating? And he said, sorry, mom, you're going to have to find your Charleston shoes elsewhere. <laughs> Those are hard to come by. And I know. And I you said, divide up the candy at the end. I said, dude, trading. like I totally counted on you every year. Yep. He said, I know. And I should have realized and held out for much better negotiations. <laughs> we don't get those. Any- I haven't seen a Charleston shoe. In- oh, I love those. So good. I like the pink ones. You know, there's no. like a vanilla one no. and like a strawberry yeah. one. No, 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 no. I don't like anything banana flavored. And either. I also don't like small. Uh, my kids don't like small bags of pretzels. Sometimes they get yeah. things not like candy. that. Yeah. That's lunchbox food. Those are the nut allergy fear. I mean, yeah. I do feel like there that is, is candy that's okay that is, for nut allergies. Yeah, you got to look for that yeah. stuff. I think. We, well, that's, that's why we do teal lollipops pumpkin, a lot right? too. Yeah, if yeah. You, if there's a house that has a teal pumpkin, painted pumpkin outside, then, oh, I wonder then they if can next do. Door. Is that gluten free or is that allergy? Might be just allergy. I, I don't, I don't know. know. We have to look it up. We'll look it up. We'll post it. All right. Well, my bite was I'm all for easy. So littlethings.com had like a list of I don't know 15 Halloween hacks that were so brilliant. And one, one of them was taking juice boxes and just wrapping them in white tape so they mm-hmm. look like mummies and sticking googly eyes on them. I'm like, nice. all for, I think googly eyes on everything oh, yeah. <laughs> just make everything better. They had like saving your empty milk, um, if you do the gallon jugs and you just 
again, paint like ghost face on them, stick mm-hmm. a little yeah, Amy fake has light. some on your blog with your oh, kids that, making the spooky. Yeah, that's yeah. not as easy though. These aren't as easy, but it's still not super hard. There is a post on my blog that I'll link to about how to put your kids' heads it's in jars. So creepy. Yeah, that was you really just posted creepy. that. That was so gross. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, when I first did it, I put it in my mom's fridge. <laughs> that's a good. That's the trick. <laughs> yep. Not the treat, but I love those little hacks. Like I just think they're little things. Like if you can do your kids' juice box to look like a mummy, because Halloween's on a Monday this year, and just stick it in their lunchbox without them knowing. It's just fun. I went Cute. to this one, the same Halloween party. We all have to bring. Um, it's like a potluck dessert party, and you have to bring a Halloween themed dessert. So I baked um, sugar Got a chocolate chip loaf. I baked. <laughs> I baked um, fingers. They looked like oh. it was pretty gross, but it was like a sugar cookie recipe. And then you put the little dents for like where you <laughs> bend your fingers, and you can put some white uh, confectioner's sugar, and it looks like a mummy finger. And they were actually t- they tasted delicious and looked gross. Did you dip them in like a raspberry sauce? So I they could, were bloody. No, but that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So I mean, I don't know. I think Halloween. My girls are. St- Still trick-or-treating, supposedly. They haven't solidified. It's usually just going to one friend's building because we live in the city. But I was surprised. I, I didn't know which way they'd go this year. And, um, and of course, one daughter's super into it, had, like, everything in her Amazon cart ready to go. And the other daughter's like, I don't know. I'm like, I have an R2-D2 sweater. She's like, perfect. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> like, so That's so funny. Dirty. My daughter actually has two costumes, one for school and then one on the weekend. Oh, does she have parties on the weekend? Like on a Saturday, parties? she's going to a party. But she's concerned that the one that she would wear on the weekend is not appropriate for school. Oh. Yes. Well, at least, she, how old is she? 14 and a half. Well, at least she's concerned she's about that. She's an 80s fitness instructor over the oh weekend. Oh, my God. That's uh, so you can hilarious. Imagine what that costume looks super like. high leotard yes. in the leg warmers. Like and does she have the bandana? Yep, yep, yep. 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 <laughs> and then she's just an accidental tourist at school. Very cute. Because that's easy. I know. My daughter had, they, there's no, they, you know, the rules at school, like no capes, no masks that cover your face. No, like there's no so clowns. No, well, no clowns should just be the rule everywhere. At my son's middle school, he wasn't allowed to, they're not allowed to dress up. So for like two years in a row, he went, he just wore khakis and a red shirt that had a little embroidery on it. And he went as Jake from State Farm. <laughs> they couldn't get him in trouble for wearing a costume. <laughs> that's perfect. All right. That's it. Anyone else? Any additional Halloween bites? We're good. We're bited out. Oh, I will say the other cute thing that was on that article, even though we're linked to it, is they had, if you have a party for napkin rings, they just did um, Dracula teeth. Hmm. Oh. So they put the napkin in them. Nice. <laughs> I was like, that's see, like, that's the stuff. I'm like, that's brilliant. Yeah. That's like the anti-Martha Stewart. Just like buy, buy 12 <laughs> of those, you're all set. All right. Well, thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Stacy, for coming in. We will have links to everything on our website, on parentingbites.com and facebook.com slash parentingbites. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you. Um, Thank you, guys. I'm going to bake. Yeah, get baking. Go to bakeitshappen.net. Find a recipe you love. They're all super easy. Get your kids involved. It's so much fun this weekend. It's Halloween. Bake something to bring to a party, even if they didn't ask you to. Take pictures, share, bring them to school. It's so easy and too tasty to pass up. Yeah, so easy. Hashtag bake it happen. Go look. Go look at the hashtag right now and you'll see all the cool recipes and great pictures. Everyone took really nice pictures. Everyone has great pictures of their kids baking. I love it. There's cute labels. We'll put pictures of the baked goods Amy made in her beautiful labeled boxes on our website also. And you can find us on play.it. Um, where you can find us and all the other CBS podcasts and on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. And until next week, happy parenting. Bye.